You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. Hey guys, it's Gabe from the Kids in the Pit podcast. Today I am joined by Keith Freeman from the Band Restraining Order. Hey Keith, mind if I ask you some questions about your career in hardcore? That's fine with me. Okay. Let's go. So what do you do in Restraining Order? And also my dad told me you're in a bunch of other bands. What are some other bands you're in or have been a member of in the past? So for Restraining Order, um, I play bass. Uh, most of my bands that I'm in right now, actually all, my, all the bands I'm in right now, I play bass, which is their six bands. So Restraining Order, Maniac, Intimidation, All Due Respect, Near Dark, Ammunition. Wow. So you must be on the road a lot because you're in so many bands. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are projects uh, that I started, honestly, during the pandemic. So okay. it's all kind of situational. Uh, my main band is like Restraining Order, so we're doing the most touring, but uh, whenever I have downtime or all of our members are together. Uh, sometimes the other bands will play too. Cool. So what was the first band you were in and how old were you when you joined? Uh, first band. I was probably, I played guitar back when I was in like senior year of high school. I was uh, 17. And uh, I played guitar for this band. They were already a band, but I joined it. It was a band called Use Your Head. And I played guitar for about a year. Cool. Um, I was in that band for a couple of years. Nice. So what was, uh, what is your favorite place you've toured in and what's the most obscure place you've toured in? Uh, that's hard because usually when I'm on tour, the last tour I did is usually like better than the last or every tour that I do, I think is better. So um, favorite place, I would say in terms of like overall just experience and and craziness uh we played paris last summer and um that was like my favorite show of the whole tour for that european tour oh, awesome. so that was cool for obscure uh probably uh wheeling island west virginia it was really a weird show it was in the woods and at an abandoned house uh wow. powered by a power generator it, it was pretty it was pretty punk uh that's probably the most obscure place Wait, so it was just in the middle of West Virginia? Yeah, yeah. So in order to get to the venue, we had to meet up with the promoter at like a, we were in like a random parking lot, like Burger King or something. And then we followed him through like the woods to this like weird house in the middle of the woods that just had no power. So it had a generator. Um, and they had like a skate ramp inside. It was pretty punk. It was like something you see out of like a movie or something. Sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So do you have any crazy or funny tour stories? Uh, that's hard. So I'm trying to think, because when I'm on the road, I'm like kind of notorious for falling asleep. So I fall asleep a lot, and I miss a lot. But uh, in Europe, I know... We had like a day off in Berlin and uh, 
There was, so we went on tour, there was five bands, and we were all on a bus. So it was like 24, 25 of us all on a bus. And Wait, on this all day in off, one bus? Yeah, it was like a shovel decker. It was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, and they have uh, lime scooters. I don't know if they have those there, but you can like rent a scooter, an electric scooter for the day. And there was maybe like 20 of us just all rolling down the road on these lime scooters. And That's all awesome. Were just, yeah, like honking at us, and we're just, we, weaving in and out it was funny we were just being like you know what was the first concert you went to oh uh, were first you saying concert? uh i was just saying that uh you know we were just being typical like arrogant americans just weaving through the through the cars okay well what was the first concert you attended and how old were you first concert um so i was a late bloomer i didn't really go to a lot of musical events until like high school, like later high school. Uh, let me think. I was part of like some like uh, street team for like, uh, I forget exactly what the company was, but they pretty much got me into uh, this tour called T uh, Taste of Chaos in 2006, I believe, uh, for free. And the lineup, I don't recall. I remember it was like a bunch of like popular metalcore band, whatever was on like MTV at the time. Um, this band, As I Lay Dying, uh, I think Story of the Year, like a pop-punk band played, just like a bunch of those like, I don't know, MTV Hot Topic bands at the time. So it was probably my first like actual concert. And then uh, for a show, um, a couple towns over, there's this bar called Cabot Street Pub. And, uh, I found out about hardcore through the internet, pure volume, and I saw that there was a local band, a hardcore band that was playing Chicopee, so I had my grandmother drop me off. That was probably my first show. This band called Chuck Brunswick. Cool. So what are some of the bands that got you into punk and hardcore music? So that's a tough question too, because a lot of people got into like punk through like the Tony early Tony Hawk games, which I guess technically I would have too because I played those games a lot, but it's really hard. Probably sometime in middle school because that's when I started to listen to like rock music, uh, and I would pretty much just whatever was on TV, I would see. So like whatever was uh, on MTV at the time, like probably like Green Day, mostly like pop punk stuff. Uh, trying to think been a while you know stuff like newfound glory take it back sunday like those like pop funky bands cool oh uh probably probably guitar hero too because that was like a game changer for cool. me like discovering a lot of bands because i never grew up listening to like rock music in my household so guitar uh, hero was like whoa yeah that religion was the first like uh band i liked that's a good one. Yeah, they're really good. So, uh, what are uh so non music non music related questions now? What are some of your hobbies? I heard you are a Pokemon Go player like me. Yes, I am a Pokemon Go player. I'm level nice. uh, level forty nine right now. Jeez, um, I've I'm been, like, I've been I'm, like, I'm like thirty six or something. Oh, nice. Wait, wait, wait. What's the cap? Forty, right? I'm thirty nine. Is that what I said? I said 49. You said 49. My bad. 
So, I mean, I haven't really been playing recently because uh, I'm a little burnt out finally. But I'm one level from reaching the next level, so I'm like, I should probably try to just grind that out. Yeah. But I do have play Pokemon Go. I uh, I like to go to the arcade a lot. We have a, a round one a couple towns over. So I play like fighting games and uh, I like music rhythm games like DDR, stuff like that. Yeah. Also, uh, in Pokemon Go, have you submitted any Pokestops yet? No, I could, but I'm uh, really lazy, so. Huh. So, have you? Uh, nah. Well, if you could, if you, um, if you could, what Pokemon would you choose to live as for one day, and why? Uh, definitely someone that can fly. Probably, like, probably somebody crazy like Rayquaza or something, because he's just, like, the god Pokemon, you know, you just Rayquaza, uh, Rayquaza, or whatever. Rayquaza. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah. green dragon one, right? Rayquaza. Yep. Yeah. Because okay. uh, honestly, because a in Pokemon Go, I have a lot of good ones. I have a perfect one. I have a shiny ninety-eight uh, percent IV one. So huh. like, cool. I've just been really lucky with IVs with our Rayquazas. So it's kind of like my spirit Pokemon. Also, uh, something, something kind of like dark t- uh, about the Pokemon world is, uh, you know how in, uh, you know about like the Pokemon like TV show, right? Yeah. Well, um, so they're eating meat in that, and there's not chickens, there's not cows, there's not pigs, so they're eating Pokemon. Oh yeah. That's either that, dark. or they're e- it's either that, or they're eating humans. <laughs> they're probably eating Pokemon. Because I know Farfetch uh, has like his like, description. They talk about people using eating it in a in like a soup or something. Oh wow! Or Farfetch. Huh. So that's why he carries like a, a leak with him because it's like okay. flavorful. So, what's your favorite food? Favorite food, probably lasagna. I'm a huge lasagna guy. Nice Garfield. Oh yeah. Sleeping and lasagna, my two favorite oh, things. Good. So, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Weirdest thing, probably octopus. Uh, I went to like a Japanese restaurant and they had like little octopus like tentacle things. Yeah. And I was I was afraid to try it. Um, my friend was like, "Come on, come on, try it." I got pressured, and I tasted it. And it was like, I you know, I probably won't do it again. It wasn't that good. But uh, it's probably the weirdest. Nice. Uh, was it like in Japan or was it just a Japanese restaurant in like the U.S.? Yeah, it was just a uh, here in the U.S. I wish it was in Japan. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Yeah, I want to go there too. Um, so would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button in your life? Uh, probably a pause button because for rewind, like I kind of like all the things that I've done, and I don't want to like jeopardize those things not happening but i feel like time is just going by so quick i just i'm always doing things and a pause button would be great just to pause and take a nap every once in a while nice so if you could invite uh three people to dinner living or dead who would you choose oh man three people to dinner oh man that's hard uh I'll go with, oh, all right, I'm going to pick some celebrities. 
I'm going to go Sarah Michelle Geller because I was obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the, the, t- the television series as a kid. And I've always wanted to be her. Uh, probably Shaquille O'Neal because he's just the, my favorite like celebrity person character ever. Yeah. And then for three... Hmm. Let me think, let me think. For three... Oh, man. Whitney Houston, because I'm looking at one of Whitney Houston shirt, and uh, she's my favorite singer of all time, so it would be cool to see her. So if you could tell your 11-year-old self anything at all, what would you tell him? I would 1 million percent um, tell my myself to get into Bitcoin and to uh, treat it as if it was like, the greatest thing in the world like get into bitcoin buy bitcoin as soon as i get old enough to dash that away safely and uh i'd probably be a billionaire right now yeah uh well anything to add before we wrap it up yeah i would also tell myself if if i couldn't talk about like a way to make money as like 11 year old i would probably tell myself to get into hardcore a little earlier because i was like kind of late to the game and i missed a lot of bands just on the skin of my teeth that I could have seen. So, uh, um, I think it's really cool that you're doing this. Uh, keep it up. And uh, for those listening that are out there, you know, go to shows, start bands, start zines, book shows. Just, yep. You know, okay. keep the scene alive. Okay. Well, thanks to Keith for joining me today. And thanks to all of you for watching or listening. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Until next week, bye.